0: The following podcast is brought to you by The Village Sendo. For more information, visit villagesendo.org. I really uh, want to say thank you to those of you who are with me this morning. Coming so from, someone from so away from the west coast who got up really early in the morning to be here and uh, someone from uh, Germany so, uh, and I don't know where other people are from, but thank you very much for being here this morning. I uh, wanted to spend some time talking about our face. The face has a long and complex history, especially in the visual arts, psychology, religious studies, computer science, medicine, and other fields. Our face helps us to articulate relationships with each other, with the divine, with culture, race, and ethnicity, as well with other species. We all observe our faces all the time, In in April 1989, a 28 year old investment broker was jogging in Central Park at night, where she was raped and beaten fatally. Five young men, teenagers, were arrested in connection with the rape and assault. In a case that came to symbolize the stark injustice towards black and brown people, and the experiences they have in the legal system and the media coverage. Five young men Corey Wise, age 16, Kevin Richardson, age 14, Raymond Santana, 14, Antron McCray, 15, Yusuf Salam, 15. All five were known as the Central Park Five. They were convicted based on police, coerced confessions, and no DNA evidence. Their story was told in a Netflix drama, When They See Us, directed by Ava DuVernay. These five men were sentenced to seven to 13 years. Four of them went to a correctional facility, and one actually went to prison. Corey was, because Corey was tried as an adult. And Corey spent most of his time in solitary confinement in prison as a form of protection, because if the inmates knew that he had raped a woman, he would have been killed. The interesting thing about Mr. Weiss was he wasn't involved in any of the uh, experiences that the other four had gone through. He went as in a form of emotional support for Usaf Salam. And then they saw him with Mr. Salam, the police arrested him and threw him into jail. A property Mongol at the time, a man by the name of Donald Trump, spent in a a full-page advertisement titled, Bring Back the Death Penalty. Quote, maybe hate is what we need if we're going to get something done. Let's change the landscape a bit. China, 17th and 18th century. young man by the name of Hu Ming, the story is told in the Platform Sutra and also in the Koan, speaking neither good nor evil. He was born in southern China. His father died when he was three years old, and he had to support his mother by selling firewood. One day, while selling his firewood, he heard the Diamond Sutra being chanted, and he became enlightened, and he asked the chanter to explain some more to him. He was illiterate, he couldn't read or write, but he was so thrilled that the chantor said, well, why don't you go to Yuen, who has a monastery, who can help you understand what it's about. So the story is, Ling went to meet with Yuen, and the conversation goes as this. What are you looking for? Yuen says, I want to become a Buddha. Yuan says, Where are you from? He says, I'm from Rien, master. Yuan says, You monkeys from the south, you don't have Buddha nature. How can you expect to be a Buddha? Yuan said, There's no distinction between south or north or person. How can there be a distinction in Buddha nature? Gwen realized that Henning was gifted and had to work as a rice cleaner in a monastery. He didn't participate in any of the services of the other monks, he just washed rice. So months passed, and Gwen decided to have a contest to determine his successor. And as in most cases, there's always a shooting. Someone's going to get it, and the most senior monk, Shinshu, could have been the Dhamma era, he developed the poem and posted it on the monastery wall. But Guen felt it was good, but not good. So Huning had a brother like him, poem posted it on the wall, <clears throat> Gunin realized this young man had a gift. But how is this illiterate Man gonna become my Dharma successor in the monastic community. So in a ceremony, ceremony, Yuan brought the robe and bowl, signs of Dharma transmission, to an end, and took him away and to another place and said, Why don't you go someplace else so you can develop your rituality? But the word got out, like in most communities, that Huan had a a successor. And a monk by the name of Mio, who was a former samurai warrior, led a party to go after Huning. They weren't going to let a rustic, an illiterate rustic, be the Dharma teacher. So the story goes is that they finally were able to confront Huning. And Huning says, Well, I really have no need for this. So, yeah put down the robe and the bowl in front of him. Neo goes over and tries to pick up the robe and the bowl, but he can't do it. And he's getting frustrated and frustrated. And he says, all I wanted to do was have the Dharma. Humane said, think nothing good or evil. What is your original face before your parents were born? Dogen would say, your face before your parents were born is your true face, your original enlightened Buddha nature. But the koan asks, what are you? What is this true self? What is your identity before and beyond distinctions like good or evil? Many of us, like Mio, come to the practice thinking that there's something outside of ourselves, something to get maybe even to wear, something to pursue. But is what we want outside or inside? The other side of the column asks us to consider, well, if it's not outside, it must be inside. It must be something that's buried within me. But if I try really hard enough, I can get it despite my genetic and developmental history. But, Huning asks, this very moment, thinking neither good nor evil, what is your original face? This very moment, is that inside or outside? No framing, no judging, not knowing, what is your original face? you have two? Is it the one now on your head, a copy of The Real Thing? Early this month, Yusuf Salim, 34 years after he was uh, released from prison, was officially declared the winner in the Democratic primary for a seat in the City of New York Council. He will represent Harlem a community where he grew up, a community where he was arrested, and a community he returned to from prison. One of Salim's political uh, supporters was a former corrections officer whose first encounter with Mr. Salam in the Lower Manhattan Courthouse, Derek Tebbit, said he believed in the innocence of those five teenagers. Quote, It was an experience I'll never forget. Going home that day, he said, I walked from Center Street to 14th Street. I couldn't get on the train because my head hurt so badly. Mr. Salam is a practicing Muslim. He said he could not help but see the uncanny similarity between his own story and that of his namesake, the Prophet Yusuf in the Quran. Us who are from another Judeo Christian uh, background, it's the story of Joseph and his brothers. Of Yusuf, who was thrown into a well, sold into slavery, wrongly accused of rape and imprisoned, and ultimately rose to a position of of power in his kingdom. That story meant a lot to him. After his conviction, At 23 years, he faced predictable indignities common to those who are incarcerated. He worked with NYCHA, public housing, as a contractor. But when the company found out who he was, he was immediately fired. After that, he worked as a tech in Cornell and He became a motivational speaker. He wrote books. And received the Lifetime Achievement Award from President Obama. Mr. uh, Salam said, he wants people to look inward and outward and stay positive. Yet to this very day, none of his prosecutors have apologized for what they did. I was very moved when I saw them, uh, the Netflix, When They See Us, because at the very end, um, this going be a little bit of a spoiler alert if you plan to watch it, but I remember crying because they had the young boys as they were, and then they had them as adults in their 40s, and you could see in their faces the innocence innocence. That's what I think what and Community got off the cushion and did was to help us see no matter what the world does I see your original face as much as the world will tell us about. It. There's a greeting in uh, parts of North Africa, uh, I wouldn't, I not be able to talk to you, tell, to explain to you in, in the language, but it says, When I see you, you say, I am here. When I see you, you say, I am here. When I see you, you say, I am here. Thank you.